Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us. This is the ROH Post Show for May 11th. We're back in Orlando, back in the studio, as God intended with Ring of Honor, Reg. I think Uh this is so much better. And the only way it could be made any better is by all of you wonderful people out there who are joining us for our post show. So please get in those super chats, get in those humper chats to get your question or statement read on air. You can also support us at twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. I know we started a few minutes late. Thank you for bearing with us as I figured out what the heck was going on with StreamYard. But we (laughs) are underway. We're also going to remind you to leave a thumbs up on this video. The best free way to support us. And we're going to remind you to go ahead and subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Breaking Mm -hmm. news over there about who CM Punk pitched to be a first potential opponent out the gate. A lot better than some of the other rumors I heard. I will take that. Some of it has uh-huh. Ring of Honor significance. If you want like a little hint, hint, nudge, nudge, who it might be. Plenty more happening over there at Fightful Select. We've got so much great wrestling coming up. But who better to talk about what's going on tonight with than Reg. Reg, what's going on? Uh, not too much. A very great Ring of Honor show to be back with. Very excited to talk about this show not being in the studio and then being in the studio it's like night and day the crowd the matches the flow of the show everything involved here is just way different than what we've been seeing in these past weeks so i'm excited about this not excited about what could happen in the future with this so yes that's another (laughs) thing for another day though we're here to talk about ring of honor baby how are you today kate i am doing well it's been a long couple weeks i'm not gonna lie but roh being back on my, I was going to say TV, but TV via streaming I saw service. somebody giving you shit on uh, Twitter already about that saying on TV instead of I know, I know. But mm. it was on my TV technically. It was just via the old airplay. But uh, really, really strong episode tonight. I don't know if it's the energy of the crowd. I mean, it's definitely better than like 14 really tired people after a full mm-hmm. dynamite. Mm-hmm. Uh but it, it just feels like they are 
most at the authentic ROH style in these studio settings. Yeah. To, in my opinion, and the booking was back on track. Like not a lot of like interference spots like we were mm-hmm. getting. It didn't feel like they were just throwing everybody who was an AEW locker room leftover out there like we were seeing with random best yeah. friends spots. Like not at all. This, this, this all day. Really, really fun. Your thoughts overall. I think we were both in agreement that it was better. Anything other than the the crowd off the top of your head? I know we were back at a, a longer format too. We were closer mm-hmm. to two hours again. Overall yeah, I, I, I think uh, this episode focused more on like the big, the big guys, the heavy hitters. It kind of uh, was a change of pace from what we've been seeing, and I think in a good way because I think for the past couple of weeks, the big heavy-handed Shane Taylor types have been kind of missing and this episode kind of focused focused on the house boys so i really enjoyed that aspect of it of course there was definitely some swap foo in here we'll get to later so yeah you know yeah, what time it is well. it was a little mm-hmm. bit of everything for rich mm-hmm. today speaking mm-hmm. of those ring of honor talents that we were familiar with and them not working there's also updates on fightful select on some of your favorites including shane taylor i think mm-hmm. cheeseburger was involved in that lsg mm-hmm. so go to fightfulselect.com read about them Um, You can see their contract updates and and their status with Ring of Honor. But we are going to dive into it because you know what, Reg? Last time we were playing Mad Lips to kill time. But Mm -hmm. this week, Mm -mm. we filled the entire two hours, which means we got more to review. So we are going to get going. (laughs) No time filling the night. No, no. Prob- I'm going to say probably no Mad Libs. I don't, we yeah. never know what's going to happen yeah, when Presta comes on, but I'm going to say probably know. no Mad Libs. Mm-hmm. But I do know that we start with Shane Taylor, who you just mentioned, and Mark Briscoe in a, oh boy, hard hitting mm-hmm. opener mm-hmm. that we got here. Mm-hmm. Really fun way to start off the show. Um, I love Mark Briscoe, man. Like, the Briscoes always so felt so unrepeatable to me and seeing Mark tonight, one thing that I feel like he does really well is his in-ring trash talk. Like Mm -hmm. it's fun, but some of it just more seems like very authentically, like when you're talking to yourself, Mm -hmm. I love that. I don't feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of people in wrestling do that. Like you'll see people be like, Oh shit or whatever. But like the way that he, like is talking in the ring. A lot of times it's like that, that pumping yourself up chat that you, that mm-hmm. intimate chat that you have with yourself and Shane Taylor is just talking shit out there. So yeah. I really liked that combination here. Very hard hitting some really stiff chops, some really thrown punches in there. Mm-hmm. Couldn't believe that Mark Briscoe got Shane Taylor up for that J driller. Impressive stuff. What did Very you think of our impressive. opener? Uh, I loved it. There were so, <clears throat> so many great elements, I think to this match. Um, both of them got to shine. Shane Taylor is like, if you have him on the show, it's a brawl, it's a fight, it's uh, hard hitting. You're going to elbow each other back and forth, but his elbows are going to hit a lot harder. And Mark Briscoe is uh, great in every element, but matches like this, he always shines because this is a Briscoe's type brawl here. You know, the 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 essence of Jay was out here. Uh, Taylor said some things about Jay said, uh, you know, I didn't beat your brother up before. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're starting out crazy out here. We're jumping <laughs> right out the window. I see what's going on here. But Mark Briscoe laughed it off. There was uh, some very uh, angry 
uh, every time that Shane Taylor's on the screen, he wants to show that he should be on the screen every time. Like he wrestles with something to prove. And he brought everything he brought here. The Marcus Garvey driver was just violent. Uh, it's like, is Mark, Mark Briscoe, are you okay? Help him up, get him out of here. <laughs> but yeah, that Jay Driller finisher that Mark Briscoe hit looks like just a thing of beauty. And they told the story of Jay not being able to hit it in the match with Shane Taylor that they had previously connected that story here. Really great stuff. Afterwards, uh, Mark Briscoe said that Samoa Joe, I'm still coming for you, bro. Don't think I forgot about that television championship. It's on. I love it. Yeah. Just Mark Briscoe starting the show and then bringing this Hoss fight. What more could you ask for? Agreed. You know, it's interesting because I think we had spent actually a lot of time talking about what's next. What's next for Samoa Joe after Mark Briscoe? What's next for Claudio after Eddie Kingston? Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced that either of those guys have moved on from either of their feuds after some well, of what It doesn't seen. seem like it. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. again, go to FightfulSelect.com if you'll see some things about Samoa Joe and what might be in his future. But uh, this was a super fun That's opener. Nice. To your point, we did have the GOAT of commentary. We had Caprice, we had Ian Riccoboni, and we had Nigel. Just like mm-hmm. such a well-balanced desk, and I have a lot of flowers to give to them this entire episode and all the time because they mm-hmm. are just my favorite. But we've got some Super Chats and Humper Chats to yeah. read. CO asking, completely unrelated to anything, have you ever had a tweet that you liked and regretted it? Um I can't think of anybody that might have had that happen today. Is this what we're doing? We're not talking about Ring of Honor. We're talking about... It was just... It was a general question. I have uh, liked tweets that I've regretted. I, You know, maybe not in the same nature that some other people have liked tweets, perhaps that happened earlier today, but we're all human beings. We all have our proclivities. We're not here to shame anyone, but you know, I think some people don't realize perhaps that your likes are a public facing thing. And that anybody can say, Hey, you know how many times this redacted person has been hit in the head with the chair. If you ever seen ECW, this redacted boys tag team, they were getting hit in the head with chairs by balls. Mahoney, very hard, like full on, all the way. Concussion City, and he's the mayor. This guy's been hitting the head a lot. He's been dropped off very high ladders against Jeff Hardy. I'm not saying these people's names. I'm just, no, this person is redacted, though. Let my OG get his shit off is where I'm leaving with this. It's weird and stuff that, you know, Twitter can see everything that you like and your kinks could be on display. But, man, come on. It's a redacted boy's person. We, you know what he's great and sometimes <laughs> you just gotta enjoy yourself you're just sometimes everybody's you just gotta just get trying, the tables mm-hmm. you gotta get the tables and you gotta you know we're all just trying to find a little bit of joy in this life that's all that's, that's all it is someone else you know mm-hmm. people are putting content on the internet you want to be supportive you go and you like a tweet or two how do you support kate there's only one way to support that's one big like i mean there's a couple ways to support but well like, here at fightful yeah you yeah. can go to fightful select you could leave a thumbs up well, anyways a super chat mm-hmm. but on twitter yeah you just, but on twitter if you're just like you know, tweets, you know? Yeah, like i like this this is cool you know <laughs> i uh i think devon to move on from this uh <laughs> We're going to move Devon from that. Um, mm-hmm. 
We got mm-hmm. some more love coming in from you guys. Mm-hmm. Ronald Hogg saying, like Frank Costanza returning to cooking on Seinfeld. ROH is back, baby. Yes. I love it. Just I love back. it. Yeah, this was a mm-hmm. a very reaffirming episode for the product. I was relieved, not just the energy of the studio and like a more robust episode, but the it just felt like the days of yore. It felt like it had that clean booking, not a lot of gimmicky promo-y stuff, not a lot of senseless booking. No, no one's like, tired. Finishing. Nobody's tired. Most including thing. us. Yeah, I think it's good. Some love coming in for Nigel, of course. Nigel, he said he trademarked his name to prevent Prince Nana from selling his likeness on commentary. My God. Shout out to Nigel. And also, Nigel, what's up? We yeah. Know about that. Uh, Corey Stalling saying, can we get Nigel as commentator for Collision? If Great not, idea. who do y'all expect? This is a really good question. Red, mm-hmm. I'll throw it to you first. Um, I do like Nigel on commentary. The Saturday show, they're trying to make some separation. You probably don't want to have Excalibur, Taz, or Tony Schiavone. Um, uh, Ian, just let's have this Ring of Honor guys over there because they do, do a it. wonderful job over here in Ring of Honor. Just send all three of them over there. We'll make some separation and all will be well. I really know. I don't really haven't thought about it. If they like bring in somebody from the outside, you know, they like to do the wrestler, the current or not active wrestler, but you know, sometimes they're active wrestlers in that role. So it really could be anybody. I think if you're going to have someone swing from both shows, Taz is the guy. Like, yeah. he's just so valuable and brings mm-hmm. such a valuable perspective and mm-hmm. has chemistry with seemingly everyone. A An Ian Riccoboni... I mean, I love Ian and Caprice together, so never mm-hmm. break that up. But I am intrigued about an Ian Riccoboni and Taz commentary duo. Mm-hmm. I think that could be really fun because Ian's so great on the play-by-play. Kevin Kelly is locked up, but man, I, if I could pick anybody else that's out there right now, I would be stealing mm-hmm. from New Japan. And mm-hmm. I will scream until the ends of the earth to please bring in Veda Scott. Yeah. Uh, I think I, she's great. I don't know how long the homie Tom from Impact is locked down, our uh, Impact post-show friends, but he's an amazing commentator. And if possible, I mean, you know, how much money you want, bro? Come over here and do your thing. Because I think he's one of the best commentators in all of wrestling and i don't understand all the time why wwe let him go i don't think they know but i'm loving all the love for veda scott oh yeah veda scott would be super awesome too she's great hell yeah another really fun uh women's voice if you are not watching uh so much on the indies Alyssa. i don't know if you is it Alyssa Mm. marino i think her Mm -hmm. name is Mm -hmm. holy cow is she ever so skilled she has that same thing that renee has I, f- I feel like that Renee has of like all of her reactions are just extremely authentic. Like mm-hmm. if something happens over there, they're distracted by it. Like it's mm-hmm. not so um, they're not locked into a box. So yeah. I would love to see a, a woman get on, on television in that role. Of course, yeah, let's but, do that. But let's rock and roll with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good question. I didn't think about commentary in those things. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we get some very competent refs on collision. That would make me very happy. <laughs> Something but, so one of the matches here we're gonna talk about went off the rails of the finish. So yes, <laughs> we're gonna move along to Claudio Castagnoli and a mystery opponent. Mm-hmm. It was Baylor Yuta uh yeah. versus Tracy Williams and Rhett Titus. 
Uh, I think that Willie Yuta's a very logical choice here. Yeah. I really feel like, man, they had a really fun wrinkle they could have introduced with Takeshita. Mm-hmm. Like, Wheeler getting pissed about it because Takeshita gets uh, chosen, but I also just selfishly really wanted to see, mm-hmm. <laughs> see Takeshita and Claudio versus these two, but this made total sense. I loved Caprice playing up the fact that a mystery opponent is an angle because your opponents can't prepare. Yeah. Uh, really nice piece of commentary here, but Yuta taking the low road. We get an eye poke <laughs> and a splash and assists from Claudio on the win here. Of course, honor is real because Wheeler and Claudio shake their own hands, which I thought yep. was a very fun touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, some more love for the ladies of wrestling in the chat. Ref Gina making an appearance here. I love seeing mm-hmm. my women's referees too. Mm-hmm. Very, very happy to see her in the mix here at ROH. Great stuff. What were your thoughts? Uh, fun. Uh, I liked Cla- Claudio being angry dad on the apron. Uh, he was on the apron and he'd get really angry and he'd be like, come and tag me in, son. Tell uh, Yuta to get out. And then he'd go in, do his little thing, wrap somebody up, tag back out, get back on the apron, get angry again, all over again. Angry dad again, watching his son not win the hit the winning soccer goal. So he goes in and takes matters into his own hands again, just kept getting angrier and angrier. And the story of Claudio just being like, you're disgracing me in this ring, Yuta. Don't let these boys tie you up. We're BCC was a great way to tell the story. On the other side of this match, though, I thought that Hot Sauce and Titus were on fire, specifically Hot Sauce. He did some some combinations in here. He did like that gotch style slam thing at the beginning of the match that I was like, yo, that's really dope. And uh, I thought he really shined here in this match. He was really getting his shit off. And you did just playing the little shitty. uh, I got to impress this guy on the apron. Who's going to kill me was also awesome. So they told a lot of great stories here. These matches back to back. I love the pacing of this. It was like, Oh no, these are some fights to start the show to show that we got like some brawlers out here. And uh, yeah, I thought uh, formerly Team The Foundation uh, really shined here. Shout out to Red Titus, too, who has some tremendous stuff. Agreed. And part of what I loved, to your point about Claudio and Wheeler, Wheeler is such a logical wrestler mm-hmm. that it makes him not getting the pins feel all the more like kind of frustrating. You can see where Claudio is mm-hmm. coming from because he's doing all of these things right except getting that win. Right. This has been some of my favorite Wheeler Yuta work. Like he looks so at home in ROH. I've loved what he's been bringing to the table, but like his in-ring strength to me is like how innovative and how logical he is with his offense and how mm-hmm. well he tells the story through that. Such a fun thing when he's doing everything right but getting the near fall and Claudio just <laughs> loses his mind on the side a little bit. And to your point about uh hot sauce, he's he can sometimes be sneaky good. Like mm. he's a little bit unassuming in his presentation. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean he just is kind of like a little bit more controlled and even he's just a, a, a wrestler, white guy with beard with black tights. Like it's not you know what I mean? <laughs> he's out there to wrestle as a wrestler, and I love mm-hmm. that for him. Mm-hmm. But you're right, he'll kind of bust something out, and you're like, damn, all right, good mm-hmm. stuff from that. Yeah, good stuff. So a really fun match, an expected result, but I absolutely adore uh Claudio and Wheeler shaking hands after mm-hmm. that popped me tremendously. Uh Ronald Hollick chiming in saying Ida Veda and Nigel for a collision team. I'm not gonna argue with that. 
you can catch Ian and Veda uh, on New Japan commentary oftentimes too, and their chemistry is great. And mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. JW Pringles saying just stopping by to say hi to my real life sister Kate Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Hello to the righteous. We're gonna talk about the righteous, the righteous yeah. one as well. Mm-hmm. Have a great show, you crazy kids. Well, thank you, Jay. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Appreciate the love so much. We'll move right along here to our first title defense of the night. Mm-hmm. We got multiple title defenses of the night. Thank you. I was so happy. This is one mm-hmm. of the things I was so complaining about the past mm-hmm. few weeks. Love seeing it here. Um we get Samoa Joe and Blake Christian and what was a match mm-hmm. that I thought could have been a little bit longer, but really, really fun <laughs> stuff. Samoa Joe's power slams, man. Oh just, my God. <laughs> just brutal. And Blake Christian, God bless him. Like yeah. took him like a champ and, and sold the hell out of him as well. Beautiful. Uh, I loved the six one nine spot through the rope to hit Joe's leg. I thought that oh, was yeah. super creative. Was like, tired. Very, very, very fun match. Uh, what did you think? And also, what's what's next for Samoa Joe? Do you think Mr. Briscoe's coming back? Mm. Um, I like to think in my brain that Samoa Joe's telling Tony Khan, put me on early and I'm going eight minutes and then I'm going home. Because, like, why is he always early in every show? It's like, you're the television champion. We want to see a thing in the main event, but you could be right before the main event. I think that'd be okay. But I like to think that he's being like, no. Put me on right here. I'm about to go on here, destroy this guy, and I'm gonna be on my way home because that's the Samoa Joe way of living. Samoa Dude, he's Joe got that Brock Lesnar life. That's what it's feeling like to me. Because why does this keep happening? I'm like, why is Samoa Joe the third match? He's I been mean, like the third match for like four weeks in a row. I don't understand it. Tapings though, he couldn't have gone anywhere unless he did all <laughs> of his matches back to back. In which case, God, he's bless like, yeah, him. no, I'm about to do. <laughs> I got three matches today. Run them right back to back. I'm going to be out there for a total of 24 minutes, and we're gone. We're gone. That's it. I'm walking away from everyone. He deserves it. (laughs) He's been doing this for so many years, carrying ROH on his back for for the last year or so. Shout out to Samoa Joe. Uh, Blake Christian looked great. I thought that the strategy that Samoa Joe used in this is the reason that he kind of dominated the match. He didn't let Blake Christian fly at all, really. Usually when we see Blake Christian matches, he's – Flip into him, boon salts, uh, Fosbury flops, all kind of stuff. And it's like Samoa Joe was like, "No, nah, we're not doing none of that." He kind of made Blake Christian fight his his match, you know, with the strikes and all that. Like Blake Christian was going for his legs, but if you fight that match with Samoa Joe, you're going to lose. Like it's not <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. We've seen it so many times. Like, oh no, I'm gonna go and do a Samoa Joe match with Samoa Joe. It's a Samoa Joe match, dude. You're not gonna win. His name is in the match. Yeah, that power slam that he did was just oh my god like how do you do it so fast it's actually borderline scary how it close is. it is it for cb is to taking this <laughs> damn power slam it's scary but yeah uh, as far as Smo joe's next opponent i don't know I'm, it's still kind of a mystery because they Samoa Joe just kind of moves like like he ain't gonna talk and be like who wants some he's just like I'm gonna fight and you call me out but no one no one has called him out besides Mark Briscoe so I'm guessing we're leading to Mark Briscoe versus Samoa Joe the rematch not mad at it at all I think Mark Briscoe has been you know his trajectory has been to still kind of win that championship I think so too and 
the only thing is then he has to win you can't go back to that well again Mm -hmm. yeah like he's he's got to win there if you are gonna run it back yep but i think it's a really interesting time because we haven't seen the roster settle down the way that i think we were hoping but Mm -hmm. at the same time it matters because you need direction for your product but i'm i'm wondering if roh is going to have a hand at all in forbidden door and in all in like Mm -hmm. who knows who knows Mm -hmm. at this point we're seeing some really really fun stuff so we gotta see samoa joe if he's still the tnt champ samoa joe has to be on one of these cards like and athena both of these people have been they don't work as hard as this for ring of honor and not get be able to have an opportunity and all in or all out or forbidden door we got to see samoa joe and forbidden forbidden door if he's not injured like come on dude we want to see him against somebody has to be a thing even if it's for a samoa joe eight minutes that's all we really need that is all we really need rich you're mm-hmm. completely right about that this was a fun little match went the way we were expecting but nice to see samoa joe back on my television as god intended mm-hmm. uh and we move along to the infantry and the righteous which mm-hmm. i really liked again commentary killing it mentioning the dark order feud Stu Grayson appearing on the ramp as a distraction, which kind of kind of psyched up, I feel like, the Righteous a little bit. They definitely mm-hmm. had their eyes out. Um, but this was very, very fun. Some good stuff in here. I love me. I love me the captain, not just mm-hmm. because he keeps MJF away, but because he's a great wrestler. Really good at just some fundamental stuff. The arm drags, the drop kicks, like just mm-hmm. clean, awesome, great wrestling really really fun stuff what did you think of this match? uh to your point about the commentary they felt even better this episode because yeah. uh during a lot of the matches with uh like say the previous match they like described blake christian's independent run they like mentioned My- myron reed by name at some point and i was like wow this is like i mean we've heard these rumors sus- subscribe to fightful select about what's going to happen in the future with ring of honor and them possibly involving more independent wrestling talent which is going to be great felt like they got the ball rolling today with just kind of describing everybody's background so it's not like we're just watching a bunch of enhancement talents like no this person's the for adam priest this person's the action uh, wrestling champ this person you know it's like they're adding some depth to these wrestlers uh going to be able to build a connection with a lot of them which i think is dope shout out to the commentary team when you have this those three that's what you're going to get every time uh this match is fine i really like the infantry a lot carly bravo and the captain the captain shout out to the captain that's my homeboy i love their gear i love their entrance i love all of it think they can put it together if they get a chance they kind of just been you know the homies to get beat up sorry you know it is what it is you need those people sometimes but i think they're a lot more than that and you know continuing to get reps is i think is going to be good the story that they're telling with the righteous and Stu grayson I'm a little confused about it because I'm like, I like what Stu's doing over here with the Dark Order. Why are you guys trying to break it up over here? But it is a story that they're consistently telling throughout these Ring of Honor episodes, which we haven't seen a lot of just like straight up story, 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 as much as this one has been like, as soon as the Righteous came back, they were like, Stu, you're our friend. Come be our friend. And they've been continuously being like, we're your friends. They're not your friends over here. So I like that aspect of it. I do too. I think... I really wanted the Dark Order to have a story, so I don't want them to be like, right. but not this one. Because <laughs> it's great exactly. to see them getting on track, but it just feels like every Dark Order story is 
who's in, who's not. Like, yeah. it's, it's a little bit, they're either pawning mm-hmm. someone else's game or they're questioning mm-hmm. who's in their own group a little bit too much. True. Um, I would just want to see them have wins and losses and stories That's outside of that. But it. And we want to see them as a group. We don't, we don't have to keep teasing, breaking them up. We like the Dark Order as a group. Yeah. We connected to them and have been for a long time. Yeah. John, how do you not love John Silver? Like, my first books. You can't not love that guy, but mm-hmm. fun stuff here. Agree with you on commentary. They were on another level tonight. Ricardo, surname redacted, mm-hmm. <laughs> saying that clam digging Daniel said, Nigel said, such <laughs> good stuff. No, I Nigel's Nigel. like, bro, every time I get a moment, I'm setting up this Daniel match. If you guys, like, we're all like, we really want it. And he's like, I want it more than you do. <laughs> and he <laughs> continues to show us. He's just he's just gonna show up wearing his boots and see if anybody notices. It's such a blast. Get in the ring, Brian. Well, we're gonna see it. It's definitely gonna happen. Exactly. I'm I'm hoping, but mm-hmm. absolutely in on the idea though of the Dark Order and Vincent and Dutch. They're in mm-hmm. a fun duo to kind of play off of each other. And yeah, Dutch and his creepy weird little tongue sticking out. This is uh oh that Dutch also Dutch's duo. boss man slam was crazy. In this yes, match. it's always crazy. But to see it again is like, man, that's a hell of a boss man slam. That it is. That mm. it is. We got a quick video here from OGK and as Luis called them, not top flight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not top flight. Mm-hmm. Nothing major going on here. Um, but just continuing. They keep running this kingdom uh, promo. It feels like we've seen it like four times at this point. It's just like. Here it is again. We're going with this. Uh, we're bad. We hate the uh, Dante, Darius, Aishan, Andretti. We hate all those people. Let's, so I hope that next week, fight without honor, this is it, and we can move on because I think every, it's time for everybody to move on here. I agree. Yeah, I, I think we can get this one in the books, or you could even just take a week off from the promo, and I think it would be good on that. But nice to keep a, people top of mind. And easy it way to start. <laughs> yeah, why not? Our wonderful moderator, Luis, also letting you know five more likes until the sex number. Thank you so much, Luis, for keeping my commitment to the bit alive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll move along here to Burt Vixen versus Robin Renegade. A fun match. An evenly matched match, which was fun. Mm -hmm. No major size advantages on either side of this. Kind of... Like, uh, what's going on here, though? Because they're a women's tag team. I don't know if Charlotte's injured or not, but perfectly serviceable match. Very excited to see Vixen around. She's one of those independent talents that is also on the, the cusp, right? She's she's really breaking out every time mm-hmm. we see her. I feel like I see some new aspect of her that I really, really like. And Robin looked great here. Just kind of wondering what's going on. But uh, I'll take it tonight. What were your thoughts mm-hmm. on this match? Yeah, I mean, if we have the Renegade twins, let's get them as a tag team. I think having some, you know, Ring of Honor women's tag team matches is going to be a fun thing to do, too. So what's the point of not doing that? Um, Burt Vixen is great. I've seen her a couple of times at West Coast Pro. I think she's the, the Defy women's champion also. So she's doing a lot of really dope things on the independent scene. Great to see her here. She had a really good display. But like I was saying earlier, the end of the match, Got kind of, I think that the referee didn't really understand what was going on. Uh, Robin had Bert locked in the submission and Bert was tapping out, but like the referee just didn't stop it. And then, like, it's still happening. And then at one point, Bert says, I'm tapping out loud. And it was just like, 
Whoa. Okay. And then <laughs> the referee stopped the match. So very weird ending to a otherwise very fun match. Um, I think uh, Bert uh, eventually, when she gets more opportunities, is going to be contender. They told the story on commentary that she's actually had Ring of Honor Women's Championship matches before. But this is the first time officially in Ring of Honor. I think she has a very high upside. Uh, this year, she's been doing a lot of great things. So it's going to be dope for her. I don't think this finish, people probably didn't even really notice the finish. It's just me being like, that's funny thing. She's like, I'm tapping, Rev, help me. But, you know, things happen how they happen. No, I. it's a little bit more punctuated by the weird finish that we get later with what I thought might have been the match of the night. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a bummer when we see those in back-to-back situations. But right. But a fun match, just kind mm-hmm. of, kind of just that. Like, there's nothing wrong with that when you have such a stack two hours. I will yeah. absolutely take it. And a women's match. You know, we want all the women's matches we get. Keep sending them over here. Especially on an episode that doesn't have Willow, man. You got to you gotta fill the. You gotta at least try. You gotta at least try to fill the void. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shane Monster with a lovely chat from us. Say, catching up on the first hour now because it was 75 degrees out and sunny in uh-huh. wisconsin today had to touch grass while possible more people should be like you shay monster listen up uh, no idea who beats athena or claudio you guys we're going to talk about that in a little bit mm-hmm. I-, I think eddie might be coming back for claudio after this surgery i'm mm-hmm. intrigued to see where it goes especially with some of the things we saw later tonight uh athena i don't know if they've established who that person is enough like mm-hmm. i don't know that could be, let's say Trinity has a six-month contract at Impact, and then she does all this amazing work there, and in six months she comes in to beat Athena. Or mm-hmm. uh, Layla Hirsch comes back from injury and just goes on a tear. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if that person is there yet. However, right now, if you ask me who it is, I say Trisha Dora, but I don't mm-hmm. think that happens for a little bit. Like, I think mm-hmm. Athena's still got a ways to go on this reign. Big um, uh, agree. Yeah, I don't think okay, there's anybody yeah, right seen- now that's like, Okay, they should be the one to dethrone her, especially with how she's running through this title reign right now. Like, if it if this is leading to we're gonna get her up to the to AEW, then yeah, let's go for it. Let's try to get let's try to build somebody. But like I say, somebody's gonna need to be built. There's nobody that's ready made right now. They have a bunch of talented women on the roster for sure, but nobody that's like if they beat her next week, that we'd be like, yeah, this is well deserved. Exactly. Exactly. Nobody that the story is there for yet, but the potential Mm -hmm. with a lot of them. So looking forward to that, we're not going to go into depth on this yet, but all you need to know is that Brent Boykate was attacked. Okay. Nana and the Gates of Agony interview. They attacked Brent Boy. We're going to circle back. (laughs) Because they announced that when that's this kind of plays against him when they announced the matches on Twitter first year. Like, well, we already know we're getting this match. Why are you saying that we're getting this match? We know we're not getting that match. It was just funny. It is. There's a a couple of circular things about those kind of similar to when they're they have open challenges and they're like, Mm -hmm. whoever it's going to be. And we're like, well, we know who it is because you already told us. You can only control so much of what you can control, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to circle back to that, and we're going to move right into the return of the Max, baby. Mm-hmm. We got Willie Mac and Ninja mm-hmm. Mac in a very, very fun match. We got Caprice breaking it down on commentary, having so much fun with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved Ian calling out their international backgrounds. He said that yep. it was kind of like a difference in styles, but they're both like 
have extensive international histories, which was really, mm-hmm. really great. Kind of what you would come to expect from this match. You see the agility and the strength and the hard-hitting style of Willie Mack with the speed and also agility. I guess that's mm-hmm. kind of their their meeting point of Ninja Mac. Super, super fun match, I thought. Uh, what did you think overall? The finish was badass. That power bomb that Willie Mack hit was tough. I like Willie Mack here. I think uh, he's getting... I think with the crowd reaction and everything, people are going to want to be behind him. And you know what? Some build and some wind and some some things. Willie Mack might be a little uh, competitor for Samoa Joe. Watch your back, Samoa Joe. Don't let my guy Mack come up and beat that ass. I don't know. I'm you hear that, crazy. Samoa Joe? Talk crazy for Mack, but I think he could do it. I mean, you never know. You're not Willie the only Mack. one with a sick power bomb. Look what we saw tonight at Willie Mack, Samoa Joe. What's up? Joe, put that belt up. That actually would be a good match, Tony Khan and Will Washington. Uh, yeah. Also, I thought <laughs> a really this is Will Washington's <laughs> ROH. So it's not. It's not. Don't say that. Uh, this is uh Ninja Mac. Also, great, great display. If you've been on Twitter at all within the last one or two years, you've seen at least one Ninja Mac gif on your timeline. At minimum one. This guy's be doing flips like. No other uh, one of the stalwarts of spot foo, as they say. This guy is it. He does it. And we love it. Flipping all over the ring, flipping out of the ring. But Willie Max just, he's almost the male version of Willow with how you just, the, the charisma and how you just want to connect to him. And when you see him, you're just like, man, I just really want this guy to win. And then he starts wrestling and he starts beating ass. And you're like, man, I really want this guy to win. He's cool. That's a great connection. One guy that I could never really see as heel. I know he did a little bit of heel work and impact, but it was still like, man, that's Willie Mac, man. You can't be mad at this guy. It's the Mac, man. Battle of the Macs. Great match. I love the Willow comparison, too, because it's it's not even just that like, oh, they're so magnetic and fun. Mm-hmm. And then you see them in the ring and you're like, damn. It's that instant thing, too, where as soon yep. as they come out, you're like, I'm in on this person. Yep. Let's Something go. about this person. I really like them. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. Love that. Great match. Hoping we're seeing more of Willie Mac myself as well. Some more love coming in from you guys. Thank you for the mm-hmm. Super Chats and the Humper Chats. It really does help us. This is a show that was started without sponsors and has four hosts and a moderator so it's one of mm-hmm. our more expensive shows overall your chats go a really long way so we appreciate mm-hmm. it me norma saying what's good reg kate sup partner mm-hmm. uh the mac bull was my sirloin beef yep. that's a bitch match i love mm-hmm. the mac bull of the yeah. week don't sleep on uncle willie's agility mm-hmm. truly truly really impressive um, Will can flip too. Don't forget, he, he could do his little uh, pop up moonsault too that can pop the crowd every single time. Never fails. <laughs> Alex Pulaski said he's like Mr. Incredible, and now I can't unsee it. Yeah, like he's got totally. like the same build as Mr. Mm-hmm. Incredible, but he moves like Mr. Incredible. It's super fun. So mm-hmm. I'll take that. I'll take that mm-hmm. superhero action from Willie Mack. I love it. Yep. Uh, yeah, ROH Twitter also having some fun with this. They set the entrances to Return of the Mac, which was a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, Love what we got here. Uh, moving along to the embassy, Brian Cage, uh, Khan, and Toliona, mm-hmm. with, of course, Prince Nana, who adds so much with his presence. 
mm-hmm. versus Adam Priest, Lucky Ali, and Victor Benjamin. Nice to see yeah. these guys around. Mm-hmm. Very, very fun trio. Not a surprise. No. Uh, but how long have we been saying, hey, why is Brian Cage just out here squashing people when he's a trios yep. champion? Just said it last week. Just said it the week before. Like, this is something we've been wanting for a long time. But yeah, they just beat these guys' ass. There wasn't really too much to <laughs> it. <they> just, <laughs> that is pretty much what we got. But it was fun. And I felt like everybody kind of had their moment, which when you haven't been on TV in a while, it's nice to see that it would be mm. kind of a bummer if it was a, a six man match and still was a Brian Cage showcase or whatever. Yeah. So nice to see everybody kind of get to show their strength. I also thought on the opposite side of this, it was really fun to have three very different competitors mm-hmm. against. We've talked about this before too. They set up an interesting dynamic because they all bring something different to the table, but they're all really big dudes and really intimidating yeah. and they're going to hit mm-hmm. you really hard. So seeing three people with different strengths, like we got to see on the other side of this, I thought was fun, but yeah, not, not a ton here. Mm-hmm. I do think perhaps because they had the nerve to attack Brent boy. And because maybe what we're seeing with the mogul embassy murder it might be time for them to drop it sooner rather than later. I think Dalton Castle and the boys is the perfect like program to run to put it on them. I know they already faced each other. I think that's why we got this attack tonight with poor Brent boy. These silly gooses on my television, <laughs> Reg. Uh, but I, I think it seems like Brian Cage has resigned. He might be destined for things on the AEW side of the coin rather than the ROH side of the coin. Um, what are your thoughts on them maybe dropping to Dalton Castle and, and moving along to the AEW side of things? It's just going to be kind of weird if all the title changes they should have did uh, a few months ago, <laughs> they just do them now. Like Eddie Kingston should have beat Claudia. Oh, just do it now. Oh, uh, Mark Briscoe should have beat Samoa Joe. Oh, fuck it. Let's just do it now. Oh, the boy should have beat uh, the mogul embassy. Oh, forget about it. Let's just do it now. Like, all these victories we kind of wanted before and they're going to be great, but it's just going to feel a little bit bitter, bittersweet. Cause it's like, why'd you just pull the trigger before? It might've worked out a little bit better before you. And um, where are the ring of honor tag team champions at? I'd like to see them. I'd like them to come out and say hi to the crowd. I'd like a promo. I'd like something to be like, Hey, you guys remember when these guys won these championships that one time? I yeah. I mean, I don't know why Will did it this way, but I think, <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. 
You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Kate, I can't participate. <laughs> Quite honestly, Willow's had nothing to do with this, but I'm committed to the Willow. Thing. You said Willow, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know Willow, yeah, yeah, yeah. why Willow mm-hmm. Nightingale. Um, like, I don't know she, why Willow. Why, why is she has doing this? this. Yeah, crazy. yeah. This is a weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, truly, it does feel weird because we know Ray Fanix is also healthy because we saw him in a match with Claudio. Off a nominal match yesterday with Claudio. (laughs) I didn't see if he was at these tapings or not either. Uh, So yeah, I I was trying to keep it uh, Peter spoiler free for the most part. And I've got here. I'm you know shout out to us for uh, not saying too much of what happened. Like I didn't know anything that was going to happen on the show today, which was dope. Yeah, it's it's more fun that way if you can make that happen for yourself. So I've seen some stuff, but I. I've seen like some talent that is there. I haven't seen any of the results of anything. I'm trying to stay mm-hmm. like eyes closed on that. So mm-hmm. um, I, I hope that he was able to make the tapings because I would like mm-hmm. my ROH tag chips around, especially when they made such a big deal out of things. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> health and and wellness is is and it, I guess now, what, so. what how, how I'm connecting this is what we're gonna see later in the show. Another set of tag team champions from another place is like, well, what are they doing here if the why didn't you have the Ring of Honor tag team champion save them? But, you know, I don't know. It's a weird one. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts on that, though. We're going to get mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to get to them right now. Look at that. Yeah, there you we go. You set up a segue I didn't even yeah. know was sitting here. But you we know. get what I thought was a hell of a match with a little bit of an odd ending. I don't know what happened in that. I also don't know if it's intentional, if they want to run it back. But mm-hmm. Kyle Fletcher versus Tony Deppin was... Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I am so blown away by the fact that Kyle Fletcher is 24 years old. Can't believe and he it. Is this damn good? He was mm. great in singles competition tonight. He's phenomenal in tag contests. Um incredibly like <laughs> sneaky strength. They alluded to it a lot. And I know yeah. Tony Devin's not necessarily like a heavy, but mm-hmm. uh really, really looked strong tonight. This match was a ton of fun. Um mm-hmm. At the end here, we do get Kyle Fletcher with like a modified Michinoku driver. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just kind of odd. I don't know what the miscommunication was, but it, it felt like the ending was a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Kind of a, a bummer, but man, oh man, what a match we got. And Tony Deppin continues to be just such a fun heel. Like he's so good and he's so creative in the ring. And then he'll just like start jaw jocking over nothing mm-hmm. or whatever. Like he, he he has this incredible, cohesive like inflection that is so consistent as a, a thread throughout everything he does, whether it's the way he mm-hmm. talks trash, whether it's his facial expressions, his mannerisms mm-hmm. in the ring. I love Tony Depp and he definitely deserves a contract. 
but what he did tonight with Kyle Fletcher, that was something special, Reg. Mm-hmm. Kyle Fletcher is a big star, dude. He's like deceptively big. He like looks good. He's uh incredible in the ring. I think he's one of those ones that are just uh, in the future. We're going to be like, that's that guy. But his tag team is so good. Like they're one of the best tag teams in the world that I don't want to see them break up anytime soon. Like as long as they're going to be healthy together, like continue to do that. That's that tells a story with Cal Fletcher, how great and how important tag team wrestling is because he spent so much of his time being a tag team wrestler. And you would think, well, he's probably, that means he's only working half of the match. No, he's working all the match, even on the apron. You know how much he's learning on the apron, watching his tag team partner in the ring against, you know, the best tag teams in the world. You know how much work he learns and how many things he could get as a tag team wrestler. So when you see him as a singles wrestler, it really shines because he's learning, if anything, in a tag match, he's learning twice as much because he's wrestling two other guys. But really, he's learning three times as much because he has his partner there. I'm doing Steiner math right now. That's how much is going down right now. Kyle Fletcher is a big star. That's pretty much where I'm leading to. You look right at me now. and you look at Kyle Fletcher. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Kyle Fletcher. And then, I, you know, I honestly didn't even know that he was 24 until I saw your tweet and I was like, what? <laughs> like, that, that makes it even wilder to see how incredible this guy is. Because he's kind of one of those guys that I'm like, if you told me he was 22 or 30, I'd believe you. Yeah. Like, totally. Part of it is his poise, but mm-hmm. yeah, people have a really misguided understanding of how tag team wrestling works. If you think it's less work to be a tag team wrestler for yeah. sure, but mm-hmm. um, so much fun. And this is where I think they might be going. I'm wondering if we get triple threat ROH tag champions, AW tag champions and IWGP champions at Forbidden Door in what is one of the most impossibly cool combinations of a triple threat tag match that I could ever imagine. Now, if they do that, I still really want and need Mm. my Aussie Open FTR one-on-one, but him showing up in Ring of Honor was a little conspicuous, I feel like, and they've been there before, so maybe they were just picking up bookings and putting on bigger matches, and God bless (laughs) them if they did, because this was so much fun, but I think it's if they want to do Forbidden Door as more than New Japan and AEW, that could be a really fun way to do it. Yeah, that's a really tight match right there. And if the Lucha Bros are going to still be the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions by then, book this match. That's going to be great. I'm sure some combination of FTR and United Empire, I'm sure, are going to be, uh, or the Aussie Open are going to be a part of this show and this match going to be super dope and before I, I didn't give it up to tony Deppen, who also is incredible one of the best wrestlers in the entire world he is so good that it's feeling unfortunate that he's so good at getting beat up that he's going to get beat up for his whole career <laughs> a la everybody's favorite wrestler Dolph ziggler like he's so good at everything that you're like damn i want to see this guy get beat up but offensively he's also a really great wrestler tony Deppen is underrated with his offensive strikes, his knees are on point a lot of the time. Very underrated in the knee department. His uh, homicide dive is on fire. Like oh. I love Tommy uh, uh, Tony Depp, and I think he's a really great, talented wrestler. And I don't want him don't want him to get stuck in that box of he's really good at getting his ass kicked. Let's just put him in there to get his ass kicked because he deserves more than that. I agree with you. The thing that I always go back to with Deppin is he 
has this incredible combination of being very technically sound, but also very creative in his execution. I feel like yep. a lot of times you get one or the other. He mm. has that sweet spot. I would really love at some point a Tony Depp in pure title run. Mm -hmm. I think he could do because the his heel persona and his creativity under pure rules. Give mm -hmm. me like an extended Tony Depp in pure run. Please, oh, please. Let him cook. Yeah. I'm asking for, for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. But I actually said out loud uh, after this match, I said, see, they can never leave the studio. I said it out loud to my television. <laughs> this is can't. like the perfect example of it. Yeah. Um, I will you also can't get say, this match after at 11 30 no. p.m. after uh, Dynamite. No. And then like Orange Cassidy comes down for no reason. Like, what are we doing? What was, so, what's he doing there? I will also say Tony Depp and Kyle Fletcher are two talents that out of only a handful that I feel like when you see them live, you understand them on a different level. Yes. I Those are two that, and I just got to see mm -hmm. Aussie open live in the new Japan DC Philly run that they did back to back. Mm -hmm. I was like different level live. That guy is a different level live. That's so how I always described uh, Timothy Thatcher. If you like, people <sighs> are like, Oh, Timothy Thatcher, I don't really like him. But if you see him live, you're like, oh, it's different. You can see it and feel it. It's just a different type of thing. But yeah, these two guys are like that too, for sure. He's more than just not British, Timothy yeah. Thatcher. Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Timothy Thatcher back. I know he's killing it out there and Noah, like, oh, doing a great yeah. job. I think he might be one half of the Noah Tag Team Champions right now. But man, let's see him back on uh, Ring of Honor TV a little bit. And Trent Seven, bring it all, bring it mm -hmm. all, bring it all back. Yeah. Uh, moving along to what I thought was a great match here, Anthony Henry and Ar Fox. Mm -hmm. I expected this to be. Love JD Drake coming out here. Um, also loved Ar Fox playing off of JD Drake being out there. He should be an mm -hmm. intimidating presence a little bit. That should yep. bother you that he's around. We got mm -hmm. a really nice uh 450 splash from the win. He's got one of the best in the game. We had some shenanigans after FTR's music hits and they make their way to even the odds and brawl with the work horseman and Taylor. Why? Uh, nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows. I'll tell you what, though. I have an interest in FTR versus the work horseman. So yeah. I'm, I'm a happy gal if that's where this mm -hmm. is going. But mm -hmm. Eddie Kingston pulls up as well. Also. And what uh, the wonderful Doc Mueller at Bleacher Report described as a segment that is for Kate. Those are Wait. my favorite. Did Eddie Kingston talk? Uh, no, he just no, he up. didn't. He had, but he at the end of the segment, the when he's hugging, uh, when he's hugging in the ring, he has a microphone, but they cut right off him. So I'm guessing he did a promo, but they cut it, which is super interesting. Oh yeah, that is a little interesting. I wonder. Mm. Maybe he just swore too much. I don't know. Uh, could be. Was Eddie Kingston? It probably was un, you know, we're not supposed to do this, Eddie. How'd you get that mic? And he just starts doing his thing, though. He's like, so listen, partner. <laughs> <laughs> a big rig from FTR was also a very nice pop that we ended up getting here, which was super, super fun. I'm intrigued to see where that goes. I'm assuming it moves up to maybe the main roster. Because mm -hmm. uh, the workhorseman versus FTR could be a really fun easy title win for FTR, but mm -hmm. we move along. We are coming down the home stretch. Apologies to Cresta and Joel who are backstage. This one 
was a full episode of ROH tonight. So <laughs> we are not playing Mad Libs to Kill Time. We are trying mm-hmm. to hurry up, but mm-hmm. we get Dark Order. Alex Reynolds, Evil Uno, John Silver, and Stu Grayson against Josh Woods. So excited to see Josh Woods. Yep. The Varsity Trust Busters, Jeeves K, mm-hmm. Slim J, who... Mm-hmm. No gear for Slim J. I'm sorry. Go mm-hmm. back to the... It's weird. It's uncomfortable. No. And my dear... Tank top and a, he's like, I don't want to be old school Eminem anymore. I get it. I, no, I, I get it. This was not the move, though. This was too mm-hmm. big of a jump for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the Dark Order emerging with a win here. All four guys laying in their stuff on Slim J here with a series of moves. They're celebrating in the ring. And Stu Grayson... Is left out of the celebration. He's just ringside mm. alone with none of his friends. Very well done by Nigel McGinnis pointing this out. Incredibly mm. like adequate storytelling along the side of this, feeding into the righteous stuff. Uh perfectly, perfectly serviceable match. Mm. No complaints about it. I just don't love this dark order story necessarily, but mm. I'm glad they have one. Yeah, I could have the the placement of this match felt kind of weird, I thought. Uh, in the show, I thought it probably could have been a little bit earlier in the show, um, but I guess it's trying to—they're trying to tell the righteous thing, so they wanted to separate them. This match was fine. Uh, the, we see these guys, most of these guys involved in this match, we've seen them in Ring of Honor, especially on the Varsity Trustbuster, uh, whatever those guys are called today, uh, Alliance, who is always on Ring of Honor every single week. One time we heard their song like five or six times in a row. Y'all were- <laughs> Just wanted to rip our ears out, but it's great to see them. This is a, a fun match. I uh, love to see the uh, Super Smash Bros. finisher here to finish the match, which I thought was super dope. And at the end of it, seeing the Dark Order together, I think is dope. And I'd love to see more Dark Order 10-man tags. Absolutely. This was good stuff. Agree with the placement. Very weird that Samoa Joe had the TV title defense like third <laughs> match or whatever. Why? We got <laughs> But... We'll take it. Good enough, yes. guys. We're coming down the home stretch. We're headed into what was an awesome main event with Athena and Sky Blue. Please get in the last of your super chats and your humper chats. After this, we're going to pass this off to the incredible Cresta Star and also Joel Pearl will be there. Cresta is going to be a part of your three man booth for the Collision Post Show. So, incredibly exciting news. She's cool. I'm, she's amazing. I'm so excited mm-hmm. to see her role at Fightful expanding into Saturdays. We're just clowning out here, me and Cresta. We're having some fun, but you know who's not messing around? Athena. She's just mm. here to destroy Sky Blue and anybody else in her path, which I know was something that you wanted to see. We kind of agreed that the story here should be her getting her ass kicked, and I'd also like to thank Athena because she is the subject of a lot of our super chats and our <laughs> chats. I am going to clear one out about Kyle Fletcher that uh, came back in after we finished talking about it. But me and Norma said, look at the AEW ROH talent under 30, and then look at the Raw Consolation title tourney with an average age around 40. Mm-mm. Jeez Louise. Staying away from that. I- <laughs> <laughs> Don't want none. I mean, Red just staying away from it because he just feels like it's obvious who should win it, and it's Bray Wyatt. Like, the fact that Bray Wyatt, I know there's been questions about whether he's cleared or not, but he's the guy who should be there winning it. But I will say, I don't want to speak to the the 40-year-old thing because there are a lot of people who were stars in their 30s that are having incredible legacies in their 40s. 
But I yeah. will say there's an incredible, incredible young talent pool. Like, when you think that MJF is, like, 26 and Kyle Fletcher is mm-hmm. 24, Billy Starks mm-hmm. is, like, going to prom still and stuff. Get out of town. <laughs> it's so awesome. Right. You know, was also saying Dark Order's tandem trio offense is great, and they're over AF in every building. Why can't they get a title? Tell me why. <laughs> um, I... That's kind of where I'm at. They they always seem to be pawns in other people's game. I want to see them like on a story. However, I do feel like I don't want them to break up, but I think a Stu Grayson solo ROH run could be something very memorable and special. Okay. Yeah. Now we get into our Athena chat. So bigger apologies to Joel and Cresta because we got <laughs> a lot of them because this main event was so much fun. Chris Mueller Athena. saying. Here's my weekly Athena rules super chat. Thank you for that. Uh, Ronald Hollick saying Yuka Sakazaki is asking talent for ROH in a TJPW Summer Princess in July. Hope Athena gets to fight in Japan. Bring Joshi Killer. That sounds mm-hmm. like a hell of a lot of fun to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Hooks. Did anyone else hear the ref tell Athena? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, so you got I a minute did. and a half Which left. I'm like, hey, because... quiet, dude. <laughs> yeah, what are you, John Cena refereeing out here? Why can't I hear you? Especially at a taping this long. Like, what was the... the? It's a taping. Edit that out, dude. Yeah. And, like, you don't have a hard out, right? Like, that's kind of the point of these. But I did hear that, and I... I thought maybe somebody else was refereeing it was so loud but orion ben saying i think it is time to admit that we have an intelligent baby face problem across wrestling i was looking at sky and shaking my head bangs media build one you're the best for that Mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about sky blue being a little bit dumb in this she is young and so i have a little bit less of a problem with it because she's so green but uh we will talk about that shortly uh, Louisville saying that Athena is NXT Oscar level good right now. She is, I'll, I'll take that comparison stylistically and the, mm-hmm. the way she's operating and the fact that I don't want to see her lose this for the next five days. Mm-hmm. Minimal saying, uh, main event was a humper. Athena is truly the fallen goddess. She's the best, man. This has been a bunch of fun. And a final chat for now is RNH saying, uh, who gets to challenge Athena at all in? Athena had better be on the card. I would love legit Layla Hirsch, or if set up properly, Queen Aminata. Mm. I'm very intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued. I, I don't like know. That. I don't know what you do here. I think uh, Layla would be a really fun one. I don't know if there's like a bigger name out there. I don't want to keep throwing Mercedes into everything. Uh, <laughs> Impact has kind of an open forum, and I think they wouldn't mind working with AEW again. I would love to see it be Trinity. I think there's a lot of magic that could happen because Athena is so versatile in her acrobatic side and this vicious side that has been laid in of late. Right. Uh, let's talk about the match, and then we'll talk about All In when Joel and Crest are on here as our as our kind of out here but uh you know i really wanted to see sky blue get her ass kicked in three minutes but instead Mm -hmm. we saw sky blue get her ass kicked for like 17 minutes but athena did an incredible job not to take anything away from sky blue but i think a lot of this was athena's work just by nature of the story Mm -hmm. of making her look like a viable competitor here Mm -hmm. um 
that power slam on the steps was a little bit wonky, but <laughs> other than that, I feel like there was a lot of really good work done here. I still don't know if it ever felt like Sky Blue was on Athena's level, but I don't think anyone's mm. supposed to feel like they're on Athena's mm -mm. level, so I didn't mind this. What did you think about our main event tonight? Uh, I thought there was a lot of really fun elements for Sky Blue. I thought that she shined. There was one point where she that when she kicked out at one where I was like, ah, she got me, like got me into this match. I was believing maybe, hey, you never know. But then Athena knocked her right back down. It was all over with. The power bomb on the steps was just like, this is brutal. Why are you doing this to this little girl? Yeah. She's a little girl, Athena. Don't do this to her. She's young. She's new That's to the business. What... They told her this all the time. But yeah. yeah, it got evoked, which was nice. Like that really um came across because yeah, you it, weren't it getting that it. before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh Athena is just the Ring of Honor MVP. There's nothing that Sky Blue could have brought today that was going to stop the beat down and the pain that Athena was going to give to her. Uh, yeah, but Sky Blue looked great. Uh, she's been improving every single match. This is far and away the best Sky Blue match I think we've seen ever in any promotion and anywhere because it's Athena. She's on fire. She's the best. I don't know what's to, what's to come next, but I do love every single thing that she's doing here on Ring of Honor every single week. She's amazing. I, send her to Japan right now. There's so many dope options for her. So many, Ed, agree. I think Sky Blue really connected with the story that she was telling tonight, and that was mm -hmm. helpful for sure. But we are going to go ahead and bring on Joel and Cresta. Uh -huh. So sorry that we are a little bit over. <laughs> we had a lot Wake to up, talk Joel. about tonight. But, <laughs> but you know, Wake up, hi, Joel. Cresta, you look beautiful. Mm -hmm. Next week. It'll be a whole year. Me and Joel have been covering the post-impact show, so I wanted to get a little fancy. And I wasn't going to do the beard, but then I saw Zicky Dice's Fu Manchu, and I said, I won't be outdone. I won't be outdone. I won't be outdone. Well, if Zicky Dice is going to do anything, it's bring the fashion. That's fine. Exactly. We talked about a women's match, and I just saw right before we started the show that Masha Slamovich and Killer Kelly started the show. Oh, please that was a tell good me match. About this real, yeah, I'm like, please tell me about this real quick before Stiff. we And I like these two women because they're, I don't like brutal blood matches, but if you damn near kill yourself, I'm into it. And that's what pretty <laughs> much happened. That's what pretty much happened. I was listening to you guys talk about the Athena Sky Blue. Now I'm going to definitely watch Athena. Because mm -hmm. Athena should have beat Jay Cargill. That's just my opinion. You can fight me afterwards yeah. if you would like to. It's, it's uh, still in the air. It's still in the air. That's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, but that match was a good match. And yes, Killer Kelly lost. But mm. Masha looked good in defeat. I mean, Killer Kelly, Killer Kelly looked good in defeat because she had the killer clutch on Masha. Masha reversed it by going off the turnbuckle. And then after the match, Killer Kelly's like, I'm not letting go. I love her. I love her. This is my friend. I love her. No. <laughs> Damn near choked out Masha. She she kind of sold it. She was like, oh, I'm sleepy. Okay, I'm up now. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good match. They were they were the victim of uh, of a weird circumstance too, because that was that match was supposed to be taped in Toronto after Rebellion, mm -hmm. but Killer Kelly had a cyst that ruptured, so they cool. didn't. That. They ended up doing Jordan Grace and Masha Slamovich, and Kelly was off the tapings completely. So this gave them an opportunity to actually run this match with a little bit of build. So they had a pre-tape from Killer Kelly and a little bit from Masha too. So like there was a little bit more to this match, and yeah, it delivered. Krista. Nailed it. It was perfect. 
Good match. It was a mm. good match. I just want to respond really quickly to Dex Baker, who said not the one-sided feud with Ziggy. He said he got heat with everybody. So technically, <laughs> he's got yeah. No, Ziggy's got heat. You got heat, Cresta. I mean, I'm hot in my house. I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff on. I'm hot. I got heat right now. Like Jesus, I'm sweating. <laughs> no, up next week. Oh, next week? Oh, next week you're getting the full beer. Next week I'm going to be in, uh, a dwarf. Oh, next week you're <laughs> doing We're doing the full beer next week. Because I had did this last night, and I was like, damn, am I going to really show up in a bonnet? And I'll save that for my streams. <laughs> so next week I'll do something different. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm going to do something different. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. And for the fellas who don't know, assist rupturing hurts so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That shit hurts. Imagine a mm. yam bag shuffle, but one of your yam bags says, I gotta die. That's oh. what that feels like. A lot of people are asking for Athena's challengers. I would love to see Deanna Perazu get in the mix. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know you guys have a lot to talk about with Impact. I know Steve Macklin defended. I know the Knockouts tag teams defended. So we are going to go ahead and throw it over to you. We're way late already. So yeah. uh, we're going to get the hell out of here. But Peace. very excited to hear about what's going on in Impact. And uh, we got to see Nick Aldis in action, I believe, as well, right? So yes. Yeah, good things. <laughs> yeah, he was there. <laughs> With Good this stuff then. for you to talk about. Mm -hmm. And you got a pizza shirt on, so I'm going to get out of here. I Shout wish I would have known because I have a pizza cat shirt. We could have coordinated, Joel. Come on. Y'all got to group chat it up. Shout out independent wrestler Ben Tull. This is his shirt. It says, uh, send food pics. Uh, I love food pics. Oh, he's got food. one and he's got a poutine one. He's, he's a wonderful guy. Great wrestler out of Montreal. That's awesome. All right. We have are a out show. of here. Enjoy talking impact. Stick around. Thanks, folks. Thank you, guys. Time for the fun. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.